You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. that came out. Whoa, what is that? They, they just, they, they, they basically, repackaged. remember the, yeah, the Blu-ray set that came out and they're like, I now haven't. the Ewoks blink or whatever. <laughs> yes. They basically just repackaged those <laughs> and put them in steelbooks. I thought it was going to be the new, like the Disney version without the fanfare anymore at the very beginning. Can they do that? Would you want that? Yeah, because I, I'm kind of interested to see it. You I, know, like I, I want to see to know what. The, yeah, we're the, not going to know what it's going to sound like until we sit what, down there in you, the theater. If right? you get the digital copy of the new the new trilogies or the the new Star Wars films that they put out they on iTunes and stuff, the digital copy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got the new the new thing without the it, fanfare. What does it sound? like? I don't know. Maybe if if Jeff what can does find it, sound it like? if Jeff can find it, maybe we could patch it into the board or something so everybody <laughs> can hear it. That sounds very high tech. Yeah, it does. Dude, Jenna is on a fucking Star Wars tear. Mm-hmm. She has. She went from not having seen any of the movies in uh, like 20 years. Yeah. To now she's seen all three of the movies at least twice. Wow. And a Jedi she went through three times. Really? She was she was traveling and uh, she was like, hey, look, this is on my laptop. I'm going to take it with me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's one of those things you say. Did you load up sure, the ones that I gave it. you, the, the the original theatrical cut of A New Hope? Or not A New Hope, just Star just Wars. Just when it's Star Wars. No, because... Because it needs to look good and pretty and their standard look, definition and not HD. It does need to, need to look good and pretty. I, but I, it's I the original cut. It didn't along. look that pretty when it first came out. I know, but there's not really... She doesn't need to know the difference between, oh, this is what changed. And I think that's very except, sexist for you to determine what she needs or doesn't need I'm to I'm also know. telling her to skip the prequels. Oh, well, that's... She yeah. might be watching episode three with us next week. You know, but, what uh, we, you know what we need to do. Okay. We need to get people together. We need to get together and watch the Ewok TV movies. <laughs> I haven't seen those probably since they aired. Yeah. Uh, yes, the I'd, battle for Endor. I'd be curious to see how that. That should just be a fucking episode of the editing. Yeah, we we'll just do. But yeah, yeah. We'll just do both. But uh, going back to this, so I had to explain to Jenna the only thing I I, I had to give her some backstory on because I totally forgot they did this and it pisses me off. I'm Which was maybe the, we should just the, talk about the, it next the week, redone no. the redone music. No, the, no, I actually don't mind that. Oh, I hate that. You hate the new score that In, uh, John no, Williams did for no. the end of Return. No, not R-O-T-G. for the end. I don't. I don't mind that celebration music at the end. Mm-hmm. I still think Yub Nub is a little bit more appropriate. Yeah. Uh, but I was never a fan. What I'm talking about is the song in Jabba's Palace. Oh, the I hate that. The extended song sequence where suddenly it turns into a Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> Why did they do that? It was a little embarrassing, but luckily it doesn't go on too long. But no, it's at the very end of Return of the Jedi when they inserted mm. Hayden Christensen. Hidden Christian's ghost. I'm. So, I was so incensed at that. Yeah, I, like it's disgusting. I'm fine. Here's oh. the thing. I don't mind them using Ian McKellen. Ian no. McDermott. I, no. Who's the emperor? Oh, oh Ian McDermott. Yeah. I, in Empire, when they replace the other, they actor. replace him with that woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that makes sense. Now we have continuity because before I would have had to explain. Well, see, there was a different actor that was cast between yeah. Empire Strikes Back and blah blah blah. Nope, just the same actor now. Yeah. But. Why? Why is fucking Hayden Christensen That's the ghost? The ghost of, of Darth Anakin. Vader. Yeah, the yeah. ghost of Anakin Skywalker. It doesn't it's make any sense at all because the other ghosts, oh. the spirits, the way they appear to Luke is how Luke knows them. So it makes no sense for him. Oh, is that what it is? That, I thought it was like whatever they look like when they died. Oh, really? Well, I, I mean, I don't Yoda know. looks like he did, and Obi Wan looks like he did. Right. So what other conclusion am I to draw? But and so, but Anakin didn't die until he was an old man. 
Right. So, yeah. so, no, so in the original cut, We agree. Yeah. Just with different logic, different points of logic. It still makes sense. He would have known him as the old, yeah. On, on, a, no on, a, on a related note, uh-huh. have you seen the confused Travolta meme? <laughs> oh, my God. Where they put him in at that the end of Jedi? shit is everywhere. <laughs> I saw him there, and then there was a scene in Empire when Han and Leia are, uh, <laughs> and he he does that <laughs> Oh, God, it's so good. I spent almost... Uh, almost four hours on Sunday yeah. just going through the Confused Travolta subreddit <laughs> and just looking at all the different versions. It's amazing. How did it get started? I have no clue. I just started seeing them pop up in my feed about a week, a week or so. Yeah. So. And then it's the such today, a random thing for it to be like suddenly it's about Someone did one of him like just his uh, his silhouette in a movie theater and he's like, he's looking, like around. He's looking around like he's trying <laughs> to find a seat. Did you see the one Devin posted today? Yeah, the alien one? No, it was like... Um, oh, all of them. It was, it was, <laughs> it was like the, multiple. The Vincent Vega lookalike contest. <laughs> yes. 20, <laughs> there's like 20,000 of them about It's so that. good. Oh, no, but the, the Jedi one I think still is my favorite yeah that's just pretty clever he just shows up and he's like what what am i doing here <laughs> it's the cutaway to luke smiling and leaning <laughs> up against the tree that really sells it this is the editing bay on the next wave radio network my name's joe my name's joel and this is where we come to obviously talk about movies yeah uh oftentimes they are bad movies sometimes we talk about really good movies you know what no matter what the case is we watch a movie every week and then we come back here and talk about it with each other and with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners. And you can talk back to us on social media. If you've uh, got the Facebook, put the Editing Bay in the search bar, and uh, that'll bring up the woman with the bleeding eyes, that picture, that's us. And you could talk back to us there. Or we've also got our Twitter account, at the Editing Bay, mm. uh, and you could talk back to us there. Obviously not live, because we've pre-recorded this. Yes. So, so it would be pretty amazing if we uh, if we answered one of your questions in real time. I've been doing a lot of, uh, on, on, on the Twitter feed, If uh, it's not just for announcing what the next week's podcast is going to be and seeing, uh-huh. seeing pictures of our mugs. Uh, I get inspired every now and then. <laughs> and Joel with when I'm, Derek Huff. When I'm <laughs> spelled uh, with a D-R- I, I got D-R-E-K. so many. We got so many comments. I got so many comments about that I picture know. of I love you. It. With, and I'm so bad at that. Like I cannot put pictures together and make them look good. But I think that's the, that's uh, <laughs> that's, that's what's endearing about it. That's the charm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we got that. And I got a lot of feedback on us doing the Woody from Toy Story. Dude. Just revoicing Tom Hanks as Woody, like in all of his different roles. My brother reposted that too, or retweeted <laughs> it, and uh, yes, I'm glad that uh, the listeners uh, think that's a highlight as, as much as we did of that last week. Because episode. we thought it was going to be a crash and burn situation. W- and what what movie were we talking we about? We did all Dutch? of them. We did. We, no, no. Yeah, I'm we, what episode oh, no, was that? We were talking about. Was it Dutch or we, did we do that during the Make Your Move episode? Oh, oh uh, yes, it was Make Your Move. You're right. Yeah. So last week's episode. Last week's then? episode, guys. If you like comedy, <laughs> jump to about 40 minutes in the. <laughs> Comedy. Listen to a different podcast. <laughs> but Listen to 90 seconds of ours, but then that's it. Okay, so uh, we're getting back on the holiday train. I kind of derailed us a little bit with that Derek Huff movie. Mm. Uh, so we're getting back in the holiday spirit, and this was your pick. It was my pick. Uh, and, man, you want to talk about calling an audible. I literally called that while we were sitting here. Yeah. Because I had another couple of picks, and some of them were similar to movies we'd already done. I made the mistake earlier this year of doing two John Hughes movies back-to-back, <laughs> right. unbeknownst to me. What, uh, what I do love is last, last, uh, last week, after we got done talking about Make Your Move, mm-hmm. and you announced this movie, and I was like, oh, man, I've never seen that. And you're like, you haven't? That's great. We could do a movie that we haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. Neither of us had seen Make Your Move. Yeah, but that's <laughs> but but who the fuck knew who make your like it wasn't that's yeah, not that Jeff, hasn't turned Derek into Huff. Well, <laughs> yeah Julianne Huff maybe Jeff Dodds said he's like he's got a point <laughs> <laughs> no 
but yeah, Bad Santa has this cult following now, yeah, apparently. It does. Um, it does. When did it come out? 2003? Oh, wow. Yeah, so over 10 years old. Um, and uh, I'd heard about it from other people, and it seemed like the type of movie I would have liked. I know the Coen brothers were attached somehow. Yeah. And uh, I, I swore you must have seen it. It I seemed like a no, movie that you must have I seen. I hadn't seen it until today. How would, this avo- how would you have avoided this? Uh, avoided I, think, I think it was just one of those movies. In 2003, I was working as the promotions director for The Eagle, mm. and I was just I was working my ass off. Yeah, like that'll 24 do Like 24-7 constantly. I never had time to go see movies around that. Uh, around that period, so that's how it slipped under my radar. Like I just didn't have time, yeah, and never thought to come back to it. And it didn't seem like it had too much going for it. I don't know what Billy Bob had come off of. This is way after Swingblade and uh, uh, what's well, he see Armageddon? When Armageddon came out, so that was probably his Armageddon biggest came hit. out like in '98. Yeah, I think you're right. So that was probably uh, so his biggest this is hit. like coming off the success of Pushing Tin, <laughs> <laughs> or what's the one where he fucks Halle Berry? Uh, Monsters, Monsters Ball. Monsters Ball, yeah. Yeah, I don't know when that one came out. I think that one did Let's come out before out. this. Probably. Uh, I mean, it definitely wasn't the big hit, Bad News no. Bears. You know, <laughs> he probably had more uh, notoriety off camera for uh, banging Angelina Jolie yeah. uh, before his brother did, her brother did, or after. <laughs> Who knows? What Who knows? If like. he has a brother, he probably banged Angelina <laughs> Jolie, too. Aww. So, Bad Santa. Mm-hmm. What is this movie about, Joel? Uh, it is about a guy who plays Santa. Who uh, he's actually a really good guy. No, no, it's bad. He's he's a bad guy, bad Santa, and uh, he is such because he's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you just think he's like this disheveled guy. You're not quite sure why he would choose to to be the 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 holiday Santa <laughs> Claus Santa. for a mall. He hates children. By, by the way, you know, I I feel like I'm dropping. I'm sorry to interrupt. That's fine. Like speaking of which. And this would have been an awesome lead-in, but I'm not very skilled as a broadcaster. <laughs> Whatever. Brought Harper to go see Santa for the first time. Oh, too. yeah. Yeah, she did, did was you, a champ. Was she he pissing himself? Was he pissing himself? Yeah, or her? <laughs> nope. Uh, he was really a good Santa. He was fantastic. And, uh, what and mall? She was, we, originally, Sarah tried to go to North Park, mm. and it was a madhouse. Yep. And so we decided, you know what, let's see what's going on at the gallery. Vista Ridge. Oh, okay. <laughs> we went to the Parks Mall. <laughs> it was like just Santa in like fishing waders. Uh, <laughs> He's behind like uh, uh, glass, bulletproof glass. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. No, we went to uh, we went to the Galleria, and it was nice. really easy. We got to go through, and he was fantastic. Well, he was dude, such fucking a good Galleria, Santa. yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so we went, and she was so great. Yeah. We, we got pictures. We're not posting them yet. Uh, Why but is that? We just kind of want to wait and, you know, just kind of do it. You know, here you go. Like, this is, oh, okay. I think we're going to wait around the time, you know, her five month when we do, there you, you go. know, the pictures. You're going to J.J. Abrams it. You're going to leak parts of it every now <laughs> like, and then. I'm going to just take, like, little pixels, like little like a corner <laughs> of the picture and just kind of throw it in there. Piece it together. That's right. I'm at it, Internet. <laughs> so, no, but we, we went and saw this small Santa, and he was great, and uh, nothing like Billy Bob Thornton's character in this movie. Well, that's that's uh, that's, that's a good thing, especially yeah, for, for Harper's sake, yeah. young Harper. I, I'd have knocked him out. Because, <laughs> yeah, uh, and he, he does get knocked out in this movie because um, he is – he the things he does, not just as Santa, but in his personal life uh-huh. in this film – so, Joe, this is this is the definition of a dark comedy, yeah. right? Like, oh yes, I, I don't know what other movie uh, better encapsulates what a dark comedy is mm-hmm. aside from this one, because it is funny. It is intentionally funny, uh, unlike Gone Girl, which I would <laughs> I would posit is a dark comedy. Yeah, have it, you seen Gone Girl? It is. It is, and it's funny that of course I've seen Gone Girl. <laughs> a lot of that stuff is AKA played for laughs. Ben Affleck's dick. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I've seen Gone Girl and. 
I thought it was interesting. I don't know if you remember, like, they kept advertising it as, like, the date movie, the number one date movie. <laughs> no. You don't remember that? Like, there no, were a bunch I remember of, that. A bunch of, yeah, a bunch no, of advertisements not. where it's like, you know, come see the number one date movie. And I was like, what? And then I, like, then I felt like, oh, I get it. I get what they're trying to do. I get mm-hmm. what they're saying. Wow, that's a pretty brave way to try to advertise this movie. They did the same thing with The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo because it came out around Christmas and they were like the, the number one holiday film. <laughs> I didn't, I never, I didn't remember that. Yeah. Fincher's crazy like that, man. Yeah, he is. No, this is a dark comedy. There's definitely, and I can't think, you, you asked the question and I'm sitting here trying to yeah. think while we're talking. I cannot think of another movie. But with a nice emphasis on the comedy, which sometimes gets lost in the dark category, uh-huh. I'm thinking of uh, Very Bad Things. You ever seen that movie with John Favreau? And Christian Slater. Christian Slater. Yeah, that is. A dark movie to the point where it just was. It wasn't fun anymore. Well, it's it's it isn't fun anymore, and especially like it ends in such an unpleasant way. Like, dude, everybody the, dies. The basically. journey isn't worth like finally getting to the end, and you've got like paraplegic John Favreau, and I know. like, oh, this is horrible. Like, <laughs> nothing good ends up in the like. You you want to watch one of these stories because you want to see at least some kind of beacon of hope mm-hmm. by the end of it. You want to at least have some kind of a sense that. You know what? Our characters have now changed, even for a little bit, for the better. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting that you would say that. We're going to have a, a conversation about that later, because I, I, I'm i not sure how this movie falls yeah. for you, if it, if it meets your criteria. If uh-huh. you like, did you like this movie, Joe? Uh, I, I had fun watching it. I, I did, too. I enjoyed the movie. I did, too. I laughed out loud several times. Oh, yeah. LOL'd. Yes. Uh, not always for the right reason. Yeah. He's, I mean, it's pretty abrasive. You know, I think Jesus. I laughed a lot because of just how shocked I was at like how the Billy Bob Thornton character would talk to Thurman Merman. <laughs> Thurman Merman. <laughs> the and and even that moment when he learns the kid's name. Your name's Thurman Merman. Thurman Merman. <laughs> I I laughed. I guffawed at that point. Yeah, you know what though, and and that was a clue for me. For me, that this film got a little too into the precious category, and, and I don't mean, I don't like mean the, the, based on a novel push by Sapphire. By Sapphire, I mean uh, eat your mama out. <laughs> oh God, damn it! I'm sorry, I didn't do it in Woody's voice. <laughs> eat your mama out. <laughs> no, we can't do this. Again. I'm gonna lose it. Uh, no, it, it. Everything had a nice. You got little... your tongue in me. <laughs> This is a dirty episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God damn it. I'm already done picking clips for the Eddie Awards. No more. We're not getting this one in anymore. By the way, Eddie Awards coming up in a couple of weeks, guys. Looking forward to that. Watch the uh, the website. We'll have some news here at the end of the episode. Stick around. Um, But no, it got a little too... Yeah, got a little, little, um, little too. Sw- it felt a little like um, Little Miss Sunshine or Juno or something, where it's like where everything even though horrible things are happening. These characters do horrible things. They don't really pay for what they've done. Yeah. Like, there's well, there's a lack of balance. He kind of does. Mm, I mean, but I don't know. It gets wrapped up very quickly. I don't know if you want to get into it at this point. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, why not? I mean, we, okay. we jump around with this shit anyway. I, I guess you asked me like five minutes ago to uh, give me. Give a summary of the plot. I've yeah. yet to do that. But so it's Billy Bob Thornton. He's playing Santa. He's got a little, um, uh, well, we can't call him midges, a little person. And a very heated conversation about what <laughs> constitutes a dwarf versus a midget. I'm like, no, they're different things. Well, the one's proportional, one's not. Yeah. I'm still not sure. So let's just go with little person. He's got a little little person, uh, an African-American you little person. You are great. <laughs> it's not, not Willow. Um, well, that'd be awesome, though, if Wicket were, uh, were playing the elf. You just call him a, uh, what was Wicket? 
Was a, or not Wicket. What was Willow? Uh, he, he was. He was. No, a, no. What were they called? Them. Uh, uh, a ha- not a halfling. He was a, a gungan. A gelfling or gelfling. There w- you go. Wait, was that what they were called? That's exa- oh, wait a minute. Is that or is that labyrinth? <laughs> I don't know. Or uh, no, gelfling was uh, dark crystal. Was it? That's what those are yeah, called. Yeah. Right? Okay. Shit. What the hell were they called? <laughs> Post on Facebook. If you know, Laura uh, Denon. What they're called? Um, Kaya. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's got this buddy. <laughs> Um, and their partners, he plays the elf, obviously, and, and these guys don't seem to like each other very much. There's a tumultuous relationship. So you're like, why are these guys together? Quickly, we learn out, we learn in the first, like, five minutes that uh, they are posing as Santa and elf, mm-hmm. uh, working the mall for the month while they learn the weaknesses, the secrets, right. figure out where the safes are. And then that last night, they... Uh, they, they, they sneak in. Sneak in, or, they, or rather, they, they never leave. They clean the joint out. Yep, and uh, Billy Bob Thornton has a history of uh, learning how to how to break into safes. They're That's just, his specialty. They're, they're a jazz soundtrack away from being an Oceans movie. <laughs> it is a little bit like that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, the elf has a, a penchant for, for buying things, for yeah. his, uh, or stealing things, rather, for his <laughs> girlfriends slash wives. Which I enjoyed. I yeah. did like that. That was a nice little touch. It was, it was when pretty fun. You see the girlfriend walking around. She's got a notepad and she's like <laughs> yes. taking inventory of yeah. the mall. And you're making. She's making a list. Checking it twice. You're not quite sure. And then uh, later on, you see uh, uh, the little elf. Yeah, just taking care of the shoes stuff. and the what was it that perfumes. What did he need at the ba- at the very beginning? And then uh, Billy Bob Thornton opened the safe. And he, he showed him like what they had in the safe. And oh yeah, like, and he was like, it. "Fuck that, let's go. We don't need any of that shit. Let's get out of here." <laughs> um, I uh, it, with movies like this, and we've talked about this with other movies in the past, and I can't I can't pinpoint it right now. I think you know what we even touched on it with Dutch, where touch with Dutch, a character is so unpleasant through too much of the film mm-hmm. that. It, it makes it very hard for me to sympathize you, by the time we're supposed to sympathize with the character. Yeah, you lose all goodwill. And that's one of the things I really struggled with with this movie. While I thought this movie was very funny, I didn't feel bad for Willie at the end. In fact, I wasn't really rooting for him no. at the end. Uh, and maybe you're not supposed to. And he, he he does kind of change his ways. But for me, that turn happened a little too quick too, well too quick and too late I didn't yeah yeah I could see both ways I didn't see it it didn't seem organic mm-hmm. um, it just seemed like and that's where I started having trouble with the script it seemed like that's what's supposed to happen in this movie yeah you know the the uh, the unlovable person it's it's the Grinch yeah and all of a sudden his heart grows ten times <laughs> three times three times <laughs> let's not go too far <laughs> uh, it, it was it's still despite that it's still a if I can use the word "cute," mm-hmm. it's still a cute movie. I agree. Uh, you know, you've you've got characters who go on a journey. Mm-hmm. You know, they they do. For the most part, you've got characters that change from what they were at the beginning. Uh, I don't like movies that end with a narration. No. That that wraps up things and explains like the the uh, the the growth of a character, mm-hmm. and I don't like movies that end with text that tell me like this is what ends up happening to these people. Can- like. Why didn't you just fucking show me that? Right. Like, why not give me that satisfaction? Can we blame Alfred Hitchcock for this finally, for doing it in so. Psycho? I think so. The yeah. last, like, ten minutes of Psycho, if you've never seen Psycho, spoiler alert, <laughs> it's his his mom's dead, uh-huh. uh, and he's dressing up as his mom. But the, the the last thing is, what is it's like a prosecutor explaining yeah. to somebody else, oh, here's what happened, and here's what he did, and here's yeah. why he was doing this all. And it's, even at the time, I remember seeing it, you know, like in high school, 
and thinking, oh, yeah, this is a cool movie up until this part. I was like, yeah. really? This is how you wrap it up? And I was uh-huh. like, well, maybe that's just what they did back then. And it's, you know, it, it's, it could have also been a mandate from the studio. Like, okay, oh, they didn't... You, need to, you need to go ahead and throw something in here that's going to kind of explain. Because we've spent all this time with this Norman Bates character. That... Uh, and it, we run dangerously close to making people sympathize with this character. <laughs> so let's do something at the end that's going to kind of wrap things up and let the audience know, like, no... There was a problem here, all right. and this is what's going on. I'm not saying that makes it okay, and I'm saying, in fact, I very much agree with you. Like this is where it started, sure, and it's not a good device for film. I guess it made sense back then, but audiences are a little more sophisticated nowadays. Mm-hmm. We can either a figure it out or, yeah, I'm, I, I hate the narration that wraps everything up, unless it's like Stand by Me, where uh-huh. we've had a narrator the entire time. Yeah, but more so, I guess it just had to do with. Um, which I was telling you, this happened in the, uh, oh, should I say it? Yeah. Because it's a movie that's in theaters now. I don't want to spoil it necessarily uh, for Hunger Games. Oh, Hunger Games? Did I tell you? They end it like that? Well, but they did it because of Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, you talked about that. Did I already on the that, podcast? That, he, that Woody Harrelson reads a letter from yeah. him. <laughs> Here's yeah. what Philip Seymour Hoffman would have said <laughs> were he still alive, even though his character is alive. And then they show like a CG Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm like, what? What? All right. Um. So... Yes, it was a little too <laughs> neat, and and this movie is maybe a little too quirky for me. Like, how many quirks is enough quirks before it becomes Juno? I, I understand that. I understand you know what where I mean? you're coming from. It's already quirky that we have it's Billy Bob definitely, Thornton. It's definitely not at the level of Juno. No, no. Like, Juno... There's no hamburger phones. In Juno s- gets to Santa. the point where it's like, look how weird we are. Just for the sake look, of it. Look at Look how weird and how different. Like, isn't that crazy how weird we are? And that's a movie I still like. I don't like Juno. Yeah? I also don't like Garden State because of that same reason. Garden State is obnoxious. Mm-hmm. I find it so pretentious and look, look, yeah, look how precious we are. Yeah. Because we have thoughts in Natalie Portman. Uh, did you ever see the movie Wish You Were Here? Or I've heard the I Pink think Floyd that's what it is. song. No, I can't remember. I think that's the title to it. It's the other Zach Braff movie that just came out like about a year ago. it's like the unofficial with, sequel. Yeah, with Josh Gad. Mm, I heard about it. It's really good. Like really, I like it. Damn, um, I avoided it for that reason. There, there's definitely some things that are still unlikable about the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them being Zach Braff's character and like his motivations and what drives him in the movie. Yeah. Like there's, there comes a point where you're watching this movie and you're like, just fucking grow up. You're the father <laughs> of two children. But then like. When he starts actually like developing, you develop in the movie his relationship with his kids. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Like, I, there's a lot about that movie that I really like. See, that's the thing. It's like I don't think Zach Braff is a bad person. I think I, he's better than most people. I, ju- I, would I don't think. think he's a bad person. I just think sometimes he's a horrible artist. Uh, yeah. Well, I hate artists who want you to know that they're artists. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, look at my arts. Well, that this is the, more than what meets the eye. And the thing is, I'm going to be. I'm going to be super. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be super critical Autobots. of your project, especially when you like crowds, crowdfund it, crowdsource fund this thing. Yeah, uh, and that's what he did with that movie. You 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 could have given us something a little bit better than just like you know your 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 own masturbatory like you know mm-hmm. I'm stroking off my own ego. What do you? And that's what that that movie you know it re, it runs that risk. How do you while. feel about the whole? Wish I was sort, here. Wish I was Thank here. You, Jeff. That's what it was. Not the Pink Floyd song, which, by the way, was my class song. That's all the stoners <laughs> I went really? to high school with. Yeah, we fucking picked the Pink Floyd album. Um, but <laughs> but um, how do you fall on the whole Kickstarter, um, you're going to finance my movie and then I won't give you anything in return? I have a, I have a hard time with it. I have I, a hard time with it. We've got some people here in uh, 
in DFW who mm. have done like Kickstarter campaigns mm-hmm. for plays. Mm. And oh I, yes, I think that doing a Kickstarter campaign for live entertainment is fine if you're doing it like, okay, I've got this theater company and I want to go ahead and I want to do this pr- this season, a season of shows, uh, and. I need some Kickstarter help. Mm-hmm. It's tough to produce an entire season of plays. You would know. That's really hard. Uh, and I've I've self-produced several times, and I've never reached out to people and been like, pay for it. Yeah. Please pay for it. Make I, your money at the door. I, I'm not... I, I'm not judging people who do it, but at the same time, I'm kind of judging people who do it. <laughs> uh, because the way that I've seen it done is, hey, uh, I want to do this play. Crowd, you know, I want to do this crowdsource funding thing. Uh, you pay and get this thing going. I don't want to, I don't want to, like, offend anybody. <laughs> but the the Doctor Who show yeah. that Jason Cox did, mm-hmm. that I, w- I was cast in originally and then had to back out. Right. But that was done using Kickstarter. They did a Kickstarter campaign to get that thing going. And I feel like, okay, you've done a Kickstarter to produce this play. Now you take the money that you've made from that play and you put that towards your next production. Sure. Like that is how you build momentum. That's how you build a production company. You don't do a Kickstarter for a play and then decide you want to do another play and then do a Kickstarter campaign for that. I don't don't think that's good. I mean, in fact, I've got that web series that I've been writing that I... I've played around with the idea of, you know what, we should shoot the first episode and make that our Kickstarter video yeah. and then see if people want to come on and, and do some some kind of a Kickstarter thing. But then there's some weird pride part of me that's like, I don't want to do that. That's just pride. Fuck it with you. I, fuck, fuck pride. pride. It only hurts. <laughs> uh, but, there's, but it is. It's that pride. And I don't want to – I want to be able to do something and say, look, look at what – I got together with these really talented people Mm -hmm. and look at what we created. Not, okay, we created this thing. You know, thank you, everybody, for doing it. We still need you to pay for your ticket, you know? See, that's the thing. Do they at least get free entry, the people who kickstart? Because that's the whole idea. I don't know. I I know that was You need to give a perk. That's true. Right. That was the big row with the Veronica Mars film, right? That all these people kickstarted it, and then they still had to go They had to go pay for for the ticket to see the movie. It's like, wait, what did I pay for? Although, I'm I'm saying this, but I just contributed to um, the Dragon Slayer. I I, I contributed to the original Kickstarter one, and now they've moved it over to Indiegogo. Yeah, I was going to do that one and then uh, saw it got moved and I was like oh better do it now since do they, it didn't seem like they had much do, luck. do they let you keep the perks like when you if you oh, if yeah. you donate to Indiegogo do you get to keep the uh, like if you if you donate this much money I'm getting like a fucking t-shirt and a shot glass well, and a signed frame and all this stuff here's yeah. a, like oh my god tote bag there's so much stuff I want to get but no, there there's one level there's a a donation level that gets you the blu-ray copy of the the Dragon's Lair game right which is impossible to fucking find now is it the only thing that's harder to find than that in that realm is Space Ace on Blu-ray. Interesting. It's like eBaying for like $250, $300. What? Yeah. Oh, I have the DVD copies, but nobody I, wants I don't, that. I, I, want the, I want the Blu-ray copy. I'm, now I'm becoming Joel, where I'm like, I you want know, the Blu-ray copy. You know what's weird? Animation, 2D cell animation, is one of those things where I break my rule about yeah. Because you're not, a lot of times, even at 720, you're already seeing... Better than what is on pen and well, paper for the, and ink. The Blu-ray version they went through and they redid. Did everything. they rescan? Yeah, they rescanned <sighs> everything. Now I want it. Yeah, <sighs> and that's that's eBaying for like seventy uh, to a hundred bucks. Jesus. Yeah, and uh. so I'm like, okay, if I'm going to pay a hundred dollars, that's pretty good. Uh, I'd rather do that because then I get all these other perks mm-hmm. that go be- that are below it. But I know on Kickstarter, I didn't get it because they didn't they, they didn't get funded. They didn't get funded, so they didn't get my money. Mm-hmm. So now there's the Indiegogo thing, and I'm like, okay. 
if, if if Don Bluth, if you're listening to this, and I know you are, <laughs> he is. Just put your freaking Blu-rays in a shop, so that way I can buy it, and that money can go towards funding yeah, your project. I know that's totally it's out of his hands, though, right? Yeah, there's so it is. many different uh, there's studios. So, involved. There's a bunch of people that have their hands. He doesn't on that own Dragon anything, property. really. He owns his his community theater. Yeah, and maybe a troll in Central Park. He <laughs> might he might own the rights to that. Warner Brothers may have given Rock, that back. Rockadoodle. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> like you, you can keep Rockadoodle. He did so many bad movies. Yeah, I, I love you, Don Bluth. I will but, see your Dragon yeah, Slayer. Movie. No, I will see the Dragon Slayer movie too, dude. I'm I'm glad that you uh, that you donated to the cause. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Well, I plan on it. Want that T-shirt? Yes, sir. That hat. Uh, so, so, <laughs> what do you think Dragon's Lair did right? <laughs> the Dragon's Lair did, did right was uh, the animation recast. style. Recast what I thought it did Dragon. wrong was the control scheme of it. When you eventually found out it was just <laughs> DVD commands. <laughs> I recast uh, Edward Norton as Dragon's <laughs> Yeah, I went with Peter Dinklage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So getting back to Bad Santa, Amy Adams is Daphne. <laughs> oh. What? All right. Yeah, we're not going to get into that. I'm not. I'm Bad not Santa, which focus on this movie, which we, we both said we enjoyed. <laughs> That's what, just what I was thinking. Um, we both said we enjoyed. We like dark, dark comedies. Uh-huh. Um, uh, let's talk about the great things about this movie. Okay. Like, man, Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton's fantastic. He's <laughs> a force of nature in this movie, it's, and it takes a level of dedication to play a part like this yeah. without breaking it. You mm-hmm. know, like... Too many actors are like, I don't want to do that because that's going to make me look bad. I mean, he's cursing out kids. <laughs> yes. he, you know, it's the way he treats Thurman in this movie is like, Jesus, like he's so horrible to this little <laughs> yes, kid. He's horrible to a lot of children in this movie. Yep. But also, how does this fucking guy get as much ass as he gets in this movie? It, it, just the one, right? Who else no, does he bang? He bangs some other chick, like in a in a, a dressing oh, room. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and but then he's we like, find out later, hanging she was out overweight, with. Right? He's hanging out with some girl at a at a pinball machine, and he's just like thrusting into her. <laughs> well, we're not sure that that was successful, though. <laughs> it does. It doesn't seem like things were going well from yeah. the look on her. But and ass. then he gets with Lorelai Gilmore. Yeah, he does. Lauren Graham's in this movie, dude. Yes. Adorable Lorelai Gilmore. How the hell did he manage this? Because she. Has a fetish for Santa. Okay, that's great. Like mm-hmm. I've got a, <laughs> for the most, I've got a Princess Leia fetish. But if like <laughs> some like gross like drunk, what, what do I even want to call it? Like just a homeless person. He does look homeless. Is dressed up like Princess Leia. <laughs> I'm not going to be all like say. <laughs> I got a thing. Mm, I got a thing for dirty Princess Leias. <laughs> That's nasty. Like I just I don't under there there wasn't anything and we've talked about this with characters before. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything about his character at that point that kind of even though he was miserable, mm-hmm. there wasn't like maybe that little bit of a spark that was like that would oh, attract. All right. Well, I mean, at least you're cute in this respect. Mm. No, he's just he's disgusting and and horrible. You're saying he doesn't have a positive outlook on life? No, In sir. general, Joe? No. And and it was nice to find out, though, in this movie that, you know, he, that he's dealing with some deep self-loathing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, and it, it stems from his his past, his upbringing, mm-hmm. but also what it is that he's doing in life anyway. Uh, it, it's pretty amazing. And you get all that information that you need, and it wasn't done in a sloppy way, mm-hmm. but you get all that information you need, talking about narration, in his opening dialogue yes. as he's sitting there in a bar and he's looking at people who are having like parties and stuff and he's talking about what it is that he's doing. And and I thought that was really well done. Mm-hmm. And I love the way they kind of pull the old switcheroo there in, at the very beginning because they've already done the one heist and you see him and the... Oh, i, I got to stop calling him the little person. 
Marcus. Marcus. Thank you. I was going to say Maxwell. <laughs> I, couldn't, Marcus. I couldn't let you keep Marcus. hanging on that. Marcus. Marcus. Um, Got lost in his own museum, eh? <laughs> um, they uh, should have mailed it to the Marx Brothers. <laughs> they, uh, they're, they're celebrating after the big high school Henry, in the bar. the pen. That <laughs> <laughs> is my idea. That is all. They, uh, they, um, so they're going to the bar celebrating. Genius of the restoration. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew the... How does it go? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Just like that, Sean Connery. It's um, our version of Indiana Jones. <laughs> I save you from a tank, and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So they're celebrating at the bar, um, and they're talking about, what are you going to do? You know, what are we going to do with our... our well, I'm, I'm, and Billy Bob says, I'm going to go to Miami. I'm going to start a bar, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to put all this behind me. And Mark's like, no, man, you ain't going to do that. You ain't going to do shit. I'm going to see you next year. You're going to come crawling back. And then we cut to him in Miami, and it's he's beautiful. The bar. And there's people on the beach, and he's behind the bar, and he's serving drinks. And you're like, "Oh my God, wow!" He uh, did it. I didn't expect it to go this way. Uh-huh. Enter the, Brian Callen, the shows actual up. bartender. <laughs> what did I tell you? Get the fuck out! Of, you can't serve yourself. <laughs> Chases him off. He's, he steals a bottle and throws yes. it back at him. <laughs> I was like, yes, that's a great reveal. Then he runs down the beach. And then there's like these miserable moments where he's sitting on a yes. bench and he's checking out chicks playing volleyball. It's just a low, you don't even see their faces, just a pan just of, their, of their, asses, their asses, which I love. <laughs> I mean, not for the obvious reason, but there's all, there's all there are several masterful moments like that. Uh, in this movie uh-huh. uh, filmmaking where they kind of lead you one direction and take you another yeah that are that are very well done it's a fun skillful misdirect yes which it, it's not obvious the way that they present it no and then when it happens you're not like oh well that's nice you, do, you don't sit there and go ooh they were very clever no. in the way that they did it it was it's just it was, funny it's nice yeah and you're like oh I get it and it's 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 done for laughs like the, the advent calendar I love when he Aww, fixes the advent calendar and it's just like there's a candy corn in here <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they all can't be winners, kid. <laughs> oh, he's so good in this. So, yeah, l- for those who are confused with the plot, let me just sum it up. So, obviously, things didn't go well. He didn't start a bar in Miami. It's, he it's, comes crawling back to Marcus. It's uh, it, uh, it's Wreck-It Ralph with with uh, Billy Bob Thornton. That's what this movie is. That's a great analogy. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. So, they decided they're going to pull off another heist, and then hijinks ensue, and he befriends this this. Uh, developmentally challenged? Is that what we can call him, this kid? Yeah, I guess. I thought he was deaf at first. Oh. Like, that. when they first introduce him and he gets off the bus and the kids are teasing yeah. him and he just keeps walking. And I'm like, know. I wonder if this kid's deaf. You know, he's just a, a fat, curly-haired redhead yeah. um, who, is, who is down on his luck. And we realize later, like, <laughs> he has no family. Like, literally, his mother's dead. His father's locked up. Father's locked up. Uh, <laughs> and his and Hollywood go-to grandmother, Clarice Leachman. Yes, I know. <laughs> is playing the uh, the grandmother. Uh-huh. Um, is she deceased? Is she not? We don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> She's not. She's about to make you a sandwich. <laughs> She'll make you a sandwich. <laughs> what is it with you and all the damn sandwiches? All the time? <laughs> That's the thing with Billy Bob. Uh-uh. His delivery so of some of the so most good. mundane lines. My favorite. I don't know why this one sticks out in my head, but when he's... He's, he's he's so he's befriended this kid. Well, not really. This kid stalks him and kind yeah. of saves him from uh, being accosted outside of the mall yeah. one night by a guy who's questioning his sexuality. Apparently. <laughs> I'm not gay. We'll get back to that scene. It's it's uh, Nahim. Yeah, Nahim and Naj- or what, whatever his name is from uh, Office Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I saw you looking at me all night. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, so almost gets gets uh, well ra- ra- raped in the ass. Uh, and the kid saves him. Yeah. Uh, so now he's got to drop this kid off, and there's that shot. He's just he's he's trying to find his house, and he's like, "Which one's yours?" <laughs> and you just see you hear the voiceover as the car is coming towards the camera. <laughs> and you're seeing all the Christmas decorations, and he's like, "This one." He's like, 
<laughs> and there's a there's a nativity <laughs> scene out front. He's like, oh, the one with Jesus and the <laughs> family and everything. <laughs> but something about the way he says that line, just I had to just rewind it and listen yeah. to it again. It's not a no. It's nothing, nothing extraordinary about, about it. It's just the way he says it. It's the way he delivers it, and that's that's kind of the the genius that is Billy Bob Thornton uh, when he's got yeah. the right roles. You know, even even when he played uh, Truman in Armageddon. You know, some of his delivery. Shit, let's go back and talk about his, his character in the movie Tombstone, mm. where he's sitting there Speaking and we first which. we first meet up with him, and he's like, Jesus Christ, it's like playing cards with my brother's kids or something. You know, like, he's got a way of just delivering lines that aren't really too spectacular, nope. but making them pretty damn entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Billy Bob, a heavier Billy Bob Thornton back then. Oh, I thought you meant in this one. I was like, what are you no, talking no, about? No, 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 no. Tombstone, Looks like he has man. AIDS in this one. Tombstone, he's well, heavy as hell. Think of, think of where he came from with Sling Blade. He, That's right. He looked like uh, Vincent D'Onofrio from Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> from Daredevil. In that movie. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> the King Ben. If Vincent D'Onofrio thinks that, I, I wonder if he goes back and watches like Adventures in Babysitting and sees his scene as Thor and he's like, Oh. I fucking wish I could oh. I could do that again Like the stuff that I did Like when I go back And I look at old pictures And I'm like Fuck, Roach man. man I wish I could be in Roach man again <laughs> Hey Brian let's do a sequel man <laughs> Brian can we go back It's all the rage nowadays back to th- We gotta go we back gotta go Brian. back <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright so uh, The uh, The relationship with Billy Bob Thornton and the kid Was really fun I like It was mm-hmm. like a 2003 version Of Charlie Chaplin's The Kid You know like mm. Where Where we We get this this kid that Billy Bob Thornton didn't want to have anything to do with, and suddenly, like you know, despite his best efforts, he ends up caring about this kid. Mm-hmm. And I love when he finds out like the kid's been beat up, and we smash cut to him beating the shit out of the kid's <laughs> Taking kid, that just punching the shit out of the skateboarder kid. I love it. He's got no abandon. <laughs> like this fucking grown man is beating the shit out of a fucking a preteen in the Santa costume. Too. Yes, that's one of the things I noticed in this movie. He he is. Per- See, I'm on my fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> but he is perpetually in the Santa outfit throughout yes. the entire movie. The the, yeah. the most undressed he ever gets, aside from banging uh, Lorelai Gilmore in a <laughs> in a hot tub. Is uh, just having the shirt and the suspenders, but he's always got the pants on. Yeah, um, which I think I, I'm sure was done in, uh, intentionally. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm guessing he probably didn't wash them after he just pissed himself. Oh my god, that's so disgusting. Did and that's you that's just a problem. That's a problem that I have though. That that scene right there. Mm-hmm. In fact, that line that you just recited. Yeah. That I feel like is that's it's bad. It's bad script writing. We've seen what happens. We've seen what he just did. Yeah. To have the Marcus character walk over and go, man. You just pissed yourself. Yeah. We don't need that. He could have just walked over and went, you nasty motherfucker. You yeah. know, you really. Or uh, again. Or something uh, like Something that. like that. Yeah, exactly. We don't need to explain like, oh, he pissed himself for everyone who didn't know what liquid coming out of his. Uh, I don't know if they did that to explain that it was it was him and not him being peed on because he does say in his dialogue, like point. he's been pissed on by these kids. That's and right. Da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, but I felt like it was unnecessary. We we get it. He's despicable and he's filthy. He's disgusting. Um, can we talk about the elephant in the room for this in this movie? Which one? Uh, well, because half of the cast in this movie half is the dead. cast is dead. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, you get the John Ritter credit and then the Bernie Mac credit. I'm like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> these guys are both dead. Well, Jesus died a long time. Ago. <laughs> But he still lives here, Joe. He still lives in our hearts and in here and in here. And he just pointed to his dick. <laughs> no, I pointed to my head. <laughs> Jeez. That's what I said. Because uh, <laughs> I think we're my dick. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> I don't know why I had to finish that up. <laughs> Shave and a haircut. I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> gonna At do the it. end of the episode, he'll jump in. Uh, so the um, God, what the fuck? Oh, you were talking about yeah. John Ritter. John Ritter. He died while making this movie, right? Because he just fucking disappears. I, I knew this was his last role uh, doing the research, but I didn't think that he died while filming. But I mean, he plays a pretty significant role in the beginning, the first half of this movie, yeah. where he's like the guy that keeps dealing with Billy Bob Thor- with Willie and Marcus. Yep. He keeps dealing with them, and then he keeps going back to uh, to the, the Jin character played by Bernie Mac. Right. Keeps going back to him and kind of talking to him. And then at some point, it just stops. Yeah. Like, he doesn't show up anymore, and Bernie Mac... Uh, well, it doesn't show up he anymore doesn't show either. Up anymore anymore. He gets yeah. killed off. I mean, in all fairness, Bernie Mac passes away like five years after this movie True. came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, John Ritter. I went back while that was while this movie was going on. I'm like, where the fuck did John Ritter go? And I went and I looked. He passed away in 2003. Yeah. And in fact, like, this oh, movie is dedicated to his memory. That's the first credit that shows which up is at the end. Weird. Yeah. For, you think to, so? to dedicate oh, for, for like, this movie. The, just like the the content, like how how yeah. dark and how disgusting some he, of this movie is. It's like. Well, this maybe isn't the movie that yeah. you want to put like in loving memory of John Ritter. <laughs> he wins the uh, Raul Julia Award for uh, worst movie to go <laughs> out on. Dude, I don't know. I don't know if like Street Fighter's worse. I don't know if anything can beat out jo- Raul Julia. Well, but uh, you know what? I would make the case Raul Julia is the best thing about Street Fighter, the movie. Uh, and I would almost say I don't know, man. Raul Ritter's Raul Julia is pretty good, but he doesn't hold a candle to that guile uh, monologue. No, don't don't do it again. <laughs> I'm not going to do it again. I'm <laughs> not win going two to. years in a no, row. No, I do I do agree with you. Raul Julia is definitely the one person who's having the most fun yep. making that movie, uh, and it, and it shows. And in this, John Ritter though, like oh my god, he's so good. He's he's really good, but I feel like he's he's so wasted just in that because we don't get any more of him. Yeah. But uh, you, I, I wonder how you would possibly recut this movie though, to try to to try to get around it. Like we didn't have the technology then that they have now, yeah. where we could have Paul Walker be in a movie mm-hmm. even though he's passed away mm-hmm. while making it. Like we were able to throw. Well, we kind of did. I mean, they they inserted Brandon Lee into the Crow in yeah. scenes well after he had passed away, but it was all like it was rough and it was, it was obvious yeah. what they were doing. Like they were repeating footage of stuff mm-hmm. that was in a different place and then throwing it in like a mirror. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess you couldn't get to it like in the the depth and and the detail that we have now, yeah. where you know Vin Diesel's fucking racing against a Paul Walker <laughs> from footage from like two movies ago yeah. and still making it look seamless. Mm-hmm. Can't quite do that. Uh, I didn't even recognize John Ritter at first when this movie first started. You think so? When when he's coming down the escalator with the other Santa, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, who's that actor? It isn't until we get a close-up, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking John Ritter. Oh, I had a heavy love affair with, uh, uh, I was going to call that 70s show. It is that 70s show, Three's Company. Company. (laughs) Um, Back in the day, I I have seen every episode of that Who was your favorite blonde uh, roommate uh, Terry of course it was, you like Terry yeah you obviously. didn't like Chrissy you weren't a Chrissy, Chrissy Snow guy just fucking uh, airhead and uh, I, I suffer no fools Joe as yeah. I do in my personal life I gotcha <laughs> who was the, there was the then the dumb country one too like they had her it for was, like half a season she was like the cousin of, yeah, uh, of Chrissy Chrissy's cousin oh what was her name I can't remember my brother is yelling at, the, at his iPhone <laughs> right now He's because like, it's we're Missy might have been something like that yeah. damn it what was her name I don't remember fuck Terry was good Terry was a Love good Terry. one she was a smart one. Is there anybody who was a Janet fan? <laughs> no. Janet, maybe. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, but I'd, I'd seen all of those, and so I, I was I, I I didn't realize he was in this movie. Actually, he's not in any of the marketing. No, no, he's because not. He died when it came out, and that would have been in poor taste. But uh, years like he's not even still on the cover now. He's he. He should be like third or fourth build, he should right? Be third or fourth build. He's got more Almost screen time than, than Laura Lauren. Graham. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, and for them to just kind of uh, omit that he was in this and not mention it, yeah, um, is not doing a service because he's great in this. Oh he's my really god, good. he's so funny. He's, he's really doing good. the um, again to speak of another dead actor, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's doing his Brent from Big oh, Lebowski. Oh yes, from Big Lebowski. He's totally channeling it. Well, he's trying to although, be very proper. He's trying one, to do, do the. But he's and when Bernie Mac, who just has no cooth and just says whatever he's thinking, <laughs> the <laughs> looks on John Ritter's he was just. <laughs> He's so squirmish at just <laughs> yeah. the mention. And I love when he's trying to tell him what he heard. He's yes. Like, You're not going to be able to shit. It's or, a S-H-I-T. Yeah, he, he can't even say, say the say word. Like, You're not going to be able to S-H-I-T. <laughs> like he whispers. It's just him and Bernie Mac in a <laughs> room together. You're not going to be able to S-I-J-T. Uh, but he's so it, good. For a month. <laughs> Is uh, mm. uh, Viola Davis in this movie? What? No, or, or not Viola. Is is that Viola? Div- no, the hooker. It's, it's Octavia. Octavia. Octa- God, yes. That's so bad, Joe. Whoa! Wow. Mm-hmm. So bad. Let's see how it is. No, uh, and I only know that because uh, I've seen her in other movies. She's got a weird. She was in a movie with. <laughs> with who did I say? Uh, Viola Davis. Yeah. With, with oh, is the, the, they were the, the help. Uh, the help. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. She That's, eats the shit pie or whatever. She makes the shit pie. Somebody makes the shit pie, right? She wasn't in. Obviously, she, I haven't seen this She movie. wasn't in Precious, though. A <laughs> different one. Because <laughs> I think they had a shit pie in that oh, movie, too. No. I'm, I'm so glad I haven't seen either of these movies now. I don't want to see anybody ingesting fecal Eat matter. Eat the shit pie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a rule of mine. That I just don't it's like a good to rule. See. It's pretty mm-hmm. exclusive to Joel. Something, something to live by. Ladies, by the way, <laughs> your one Joel takeaway is not a fecal freak from this episode. <laughs> um, it's spongy, but uh, she's got a really tiny head, and I know she's a big lady. She's got a tiny but she does. Octavia Spencer is that her name? She's yes, got, she's got a tiny head. Viola she Davis. looks like she should be sitting in the waiting room next to Beetlejuice at the end of that movie. Like her <laughs> head got shrunk. Uh, just me. So if they were going to make a sequel to this movie, because I thought Jeff said last week that they were making what? a sequel, they're working on a sequel. How do you sequelize this? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because you've got a character who goes through a pretty significant event. Mm-hmm. So you would, you would, would, it would have to be different characters, right? It would uh, have to be a different person. And yet, Billy Bob Thornton is, he did an interview in 2014, I believe, where he confirmed that they're working on one and that they just want to get a script. He, he, it, it was the most blunt conversation about a movie sequel that hasn't happened yet that I think any actors had, where he's basically saying, it's never going to be as good as the first one. Everybody yeah. knows that. Right. And so uh, we're going to try to get it close, and you're just going to have to know that there's no way we're going to match the first one. But, you know, we think people might like it. And that's a good attitude to go into a sequel like this. But I'm with you. Like, just don't do it. I think we've told the story. Yeah. I think the story's been told. It's kind of like, uh, like like if they tried to make Elf 2, like the the, the, the Will Ferrell movie. Mm-hmm. Th- th- we've told the story. Yeah. We, we've said what we needed to say. Or uh, City Slickers 2. Kathy yeah. Bates? What? As Billy Bob Thornton's mom. Ah. Is it calling, is it Batter Santa? <laughs> well, no, because the unrated... It, that's what it's called. Movie, it's called Batter they Santa. They called it Batter Santa, which I'm not sure which version maybe, we saw, Joe. Maybe Better Santa. Better Santa? <laughs> is that what you're saying? Or are you saying Batter's no, spelled no, I'm, I'm saying that they should call the next one Better Santa. Oh, Better Santa. I thought you were d- saying we do like a, uh, um, uh, uh, what's the baseball movie that he did? Bad News Bears. Bad News, the bad, batter, bad news. That, that he did in 2005, Santa. yet there's a sequence in this movie where he's beating up the kids. <laughs> To the Bad News Bears music. Oh, no way. Yes, sir. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yes way, Ted. <laughs> Every time. 
Well, and you bring up music. I love the soundtrack in this movie. I love what they do. It's good. It's it's all Christmas carols uh-huh. or or classical music. But, they, some... but they arrange it as like character themes, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is really it was really fun. And and they're using the uh, just the use of a song and. It's it's kind of cliched to use uh, um, you know to juxtapose if I can use that word yeah a a, a traditionally happy song alongside a With something horrible depressing like the dance of the sugar plum fairy <laughs> yes <laughs> but um, I I love when they're um, when he's he's already you know he's a drunk in Miami he gets the call let's do it again um, meet me in Arizona is what Marcus says right cut to shot of him. <laughs> Which is a great shot anyway because it's him in the Santa suit yeah. and, uh, and Marcus, Marcus the midget, is the elf. He's in the elf and they're walking and you can see just the heat waves yes. coming up from the road. They're just walking down a street and they're playing uh, uh, Let It Snow yeah. <laughs> as yeah. the soundtrack. Every time they use a song, it's very intentional. I love it, it. Is, is really well done. Um, I don't have any other Yeah, any we're other getting towards the end already. Yeah. Did you notice that Thurman Merman, the actor who plays him, the little kid, uh, we saw a couple of weeks. You just put that anywhere. That's fine. Jesus, I just can't hold on to my phone. <laughs> Every week I have a problem with keeping my phone. We saw, um, it was usually when you try to balance it precariously on, on your wallet that yeah. we have issues, but at least you're, you've, you've, you've graduated to, <laughs> the, to the, cord, the headphone cord. The microphone cord. <laughs> I've always got to, I've got to balance it on stuff. I'm going to take a picture of that and, and tweet it, folks, so there's another reason to follow our Twitter handle, <laughs> at the editing bay. That's right. Um. What was I saying? <laughs> the Thurman Merman kid. Yeah, yeah. We saw him a couple of months ago in a Halloween movie. Are you familiar with him? Yeah, you know he was in he was in uh, Jeepers, not Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> in Trick or Treat. He was in Trick or Treat. Yes, he was. He was the kid uh, he, gets he was the kid who gets, yeah, he gets killed at the beginning He's eating the, the candy. Yep, I love it. That's good that he keeps, getting, he keeps getting cast as yeah. fat kid. Oh, sorry. Well, maybe if he got a haircut. It's that red curly hair. That's why he's so fat. <laughs> Everybody knows that's where fat cells are stored in your hair. Stupid hair. That's why I shaved my head. It seems to work out for him. Actually, that kid's not a very good actor, yeah. turns out. Right? He's not. Even playing he's, a deve- really developmentally not. challenged kid, I, he still wasn't good. I feel like he was he was written to be a development, developmentally challenged kid after they cast him. And they were like, oh, now, you know what? maybe we need to work this out a little bit. I don't bit. know, because how else do you... Because we, we, you know, we've said the mother's dead, uh-huh. the father's in prison. We've got Cloris Leachman who um, is is uh, going through some sort of dementia. So he just fit the bill. Oh, I, I mean, the kid is like... basically raising himself. Um, so raising yeah. Arizona. <laughs> Speaking of which, yeah, a lot of similarities. Nicely done. Got a Coen Brothers connection here. Yeah. I guess they produced it and uh, did some uncredited rewrites to did the they? script. There's definitely some stuff in this movie that feels like it's Coen Brothers. It's yeah. like, whoa, this, yeah, this totally feels like a Coen Brothers moment. The, the whole chase scene at the yes. end where the cops are chasing yeah. him down. He's in the Santa suit. I'm so glad. There were a lot of moments in this movie where I wrote a note and then had to erase it because I'm like, oh, they address it. Because I'm like, hmm. what the fuck are they doing? The cops just shoot him down in front of a fucking house. He doesn't have a weapon. He's not threatening anybody. He's got a fucking teddy bear. Like He's, he's yeah. got a stuffed animal, and they shoot him. And I start writing the note, and then they start his thing where he's like narrating. He's like, mm-hmm. yep, turns out that the police got in some trouble because right. they shot me you know, without a, without a weapon. Unarmed. I was like, well, thank you for taking care of that. All right, let me erase that. Um yeah, no, I I thought that it was it was it was tied up like you said a little too neatly yeah. at the end because even though the Cohen brothers were involved, I don't feel like they would have ended it that way. No. Uh, and and that's that's the overall critique I have of this film. Funny as hell. I like the premise. I love the acting. I I, I don't mind the quirky characters. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the, the other films have done it worse, as we've mentioned. A uh, few have oh, yeah. done it better. 
Um, but I feel like this movie wanted to have its cake and eat it and too. Eat it too. You know, yeah. It, yeah. it wanted to be dark and abrasive and have these things, but still everything hap- ends up okay in the end. Uh huh. And uh, as much as we talked about, we don't like very bad things. I'm not saying Billy Bob Thornton has to be wheelchair bound at the end of this film, but. Commit to it a little better. But, well, you know what? We can even go back to, we were talking about Raising Arizona just seconds ago. We can go back to Raising Arizona. It doesn't exactly have a happy ending. No, he's in jail at the end, he's, right? Well, and there, there's something kind of ominous at the end where you kind of draw your own conclusion. There's a vision. He talks about the Nicolas Cage character narrates, and he talks about having a dream about finally having that family and everybody coming together and, you know, possibly even Nathan Jr. like comes and visits them or whatever. Like it's hopeful. Mm-hmm. It's not a happy ending, yeah. but it's hopeful. The Blues Brothers, and but they don't, yeah, <laughs> and they don't wrap it up though in this like tiny neat bow of like, and yep. this is everything that happened. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do that with a movie like this. I feel like Bad Santa probably would have benefited a little bit more from something like that. Yeah. That maybe left it a little more open ended, and we didn't need a sequel. We don't need a sequel. No. There, it's not like there was a Raising Arizona too. Uh, so we don't really need a sequel for this. This could have been. 2003's Raising Arizona, though, yeah. like it, it had all that potential. I tell you, I tell you where it lost me. Sorry to cut me. Cut no, you no, off. no, it's cool. Uh, the where it lost me was when all of a sudden Lauren Graham, you know, the barfly that he's been banging now, becomes kind of the surrogate mother yeah. for Thurman yes. Lerman, and I'm like, okay, uh-huh. I don't. But I, I do love how there. he explains. It. He's like, so she, she, you know, I'm gonna send her money. Make sure she buys you some stuff. She likes your your jacuzzi and shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, I get it. That's <laughs> right? a pretty good deal for her. Yeah. Um, but 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 even before that, like you know, when she's when they're when they're making Christmas in, yes, in the house. Yes. And meanwhile, the heist is going on at the mall, and I'm like, that's a little too convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a lot more to like about this movie than there is to hate. Absolutely. And it's on Netflix. I had so. a, I had a really good time with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably not one of those movies that I'm going to revisit often. You know, like it was funny. Uh, it, but there are some journeys that I enjoy going on mm-hmm. uh, over and over again. I don't think I. this is the kind of movie where I'm going to be like, yeah. ah, man, I really want to relive that horrible fucking life that Billy Bob <laughs> Thornton's character went through for a good hour and a half I kinda before do. they turn it around. I kind of do. Because yeah. I, I this, if, if and here's the balance with a dark comedy, right? Because if you dial it back a little too much and make it too real, yeah. then it's not funny. And yeah. it's, it's just depressing. It's sad. If you go too far with it, then I don't believe anything that you're in this world. You go too far with it and it becomes Paul Blart. Oh, that's a good. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's a great comparison. Paul Blart to um, what was the one? Something and Serve. Oh, Protect and Serve. Protect and Serve. That movie was too dark. It was was too. It it could have been a funny movie. With. with Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. Observe and report. Observe and that one, it, that one wasn't even fun. It wasn't even yeah. a fun movie. And it, it looked like, oh, this has the potential to be something pretty fun, pretty quirky. And it wasn't. Like, his character was fucking disturbing. Yeah. And it wasn't marketed to be that way. No. And so you walk in there and you're like, what the fuck was this? And that's where I also have to give props to Bad Santa. You know, I went back when you announced this movie. I looked at the trailer. I've... And I feel like this movie was marketed really well. It was yep. Uh, you know what you're getting. You know what exactly what you're getting out of it, and it was it was pretty fun. I would have liked a little bit more Bernie Mac because I think Bernie Mac's funny as hell. Yeah. Uh, I would have liked a little bit more of him, but 
you know, I I think for the most part, like you said, the performances were great. Mm-hmm. The 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 movie's fun for what it is. It, again, just maybe for my personal preference, not the kind of thing that I'm going to go back and rewatch over and over. But I didn't have a bad time with this movie at all. Yeah, and it's fairly short. It's 95 minutes. I think I'm going to give it another shot. I found myself thinking about it after the fact, and that's one of the best compliments you can you can give a film, in my right. adi- opinion, yeah. that's especially right. a comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, there, there there's several laugh out loud moments. <laughs> and, and and I'm I'm He's curious, likable. you know, okay. I would probably watch this again one more time, mm-hmm. just because wow. a lot of no, that didn't take long. Because uh, well, you you brought up a good point. Some of those laughs, some of those really big laughs, were because they surprised me. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, "Oh shit, like that's fucked up." I can't believe you fucking said that. So I would be interested in maybe like you know four or five months from now revisiting this movie and seeing like <laughs> just in time for Easter. Does it is it still that funny? You know, is it does it still get me like that? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the sequel. Bad Easter Bunny. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Bad Tooth Fairy. You could Bad just Robot. Dude, you could uh, <laughs> you could <laughs> could have a whole uh, a universe of these films. Yes, you can. Marvel style, or, or just like totally throw it into like the uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas world. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Do you have any other notes? Nah, that's all I got. No? All right. So, what did Bad Santa do right? Um, Billy Bob Thornton, man. This was a tough one to recast because. Who, who, who again? This is the role he was kind of born to play. Yeah, uh, which is sad that he's a drunk it's guy. Pretty, it's pretty good. Who, he do, uh, who's he does also do a good job. A felon. Um, uh, I, 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 he had just enough humanity where you, I, I, I felt like I, I, I was sympathetic to the character at times because uh-huh. at a certain point he's he's just a victim of his his own upbringing and circumstances. I know at a certain point you have to own your shit. Yeah, you do have to own your shit, and that's what his around. story is. That's yeah. what his story is. That's his journey. He in hits this rock movie. bottom. Uh, but I have a hard time. I have a really hard time sympathizing with him, like throughout the entirety of this film. Oh I God. just kind of I hit a point where I'm like, okay, man, like I'm fucking just um, I've had enough of you. The <laughs> you, scene when we when we creep up on him in the car and you yeah. just see the hose yeah. going into it, I'm like, yes. whoa, are and we the, going and the there? Comes and the kid shows up. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so weird. There, there's one scene in this movie. It's really poignant, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't expect it to uh, uh, when it happened I was like wow I wouldn't expect something like that to have touched me as much as it did but he was like so he gives Billy Bob Thornton the report card and then he asks like do you want do you want to give me a present and Billy Bob Thornton blows up at him and he's like Jesus Christ kid I'm not Santa Claus not going to give you a present (laughs) and he says I know you're not Santa yeah I thought you would want to give me a present because you're my friend because I I made you one wow like damn like that's that's touching like that that's pretty good and he, as bad of an actor as this kid is he at least did yeah. that right yeah. you know and i feel like that was the screen test scene where it's like okay Aww. that needs to work if that doesn't work then this kid can't have this role yeah. it wasn't him uh, running down the stairs yelling ow 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 with <laughs> yes. blood spurting everywhere oh my God. <laughs> so, ow, that's ow. so funny he just up. pours vodka on it yeah. <laughs> oh, i should have told should've you that told was going to sting, sting. <laughs> Poor guy. Uh, what I thought this movie did right, mm-hmm. I, th- I think uh, just visually, production-wise, like I thought this movie was really great to look at. I think that there yeah. was, uh, you know, definitely every shot was deliberate, and and there this was definitely a, a storyboarded film where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, this is the point of view. These are, you know, this is a deliberate shot. We're shooting it like this because of this and for this reason, and it's enhancing the story at this point because of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it. It was. It had purpose. There was never a shot where I was like, "Well, that was wasted. That was a wasted angle," um, for the most part. Uh, it, okay. I liked it. I liked the. I liked the production of it. 
I'm sorry. I, I can't stop laughing. I've just uh, I've got the image in my head of him uh, just going to town on the paper mache deer. <laughs> yes. When he finally's had enough, of just in front of the children <laughs> and everything, the, the cutaway <laughs> shots of them. Uh, I'm elevating this movie as even as I think about it and talk about it more. Okay. And, well, th- that said, what did Bad Santa do wrong? Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's I'm hard pressed to find a dark comedy that's more successful. Uh, I so it's, it's easier to point out the faults, and I just feel like, as I mentioned, it's a little it gets a little too quirky. Like I uh-huh. said, I'm okay with uh, the Billy Bob Thornton and the drunk playing Santa. You know, that's that's against type. Same thing with the Elf. Oh, you know, the the jolliest of folk, and yet they're robbing the mall. Uh-huh. That's supposed to bring people joy. Um, but then when you add the kid. And then you add the barfly who like has a fetish for Santa, and then the grandmother who is she dead? No, she's not. So but she likes quirk. to make sandwiches. And then and on top of that, I'm like, at some point your your quirkometer mm-hmm. gets into the red, and I feel like it's I, pronounced quirkometer. Oh my bad, my bad. <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe if you remove one or two of those things, it's it, we get back into that safe zone. This this movie could have done without Lorelai Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. The, it could. You could still. You still get the full effect so. of this movie without her. But then you think like this movie's only an hour and a half long. Yeah, what do you pat it? So with, you huh? can like just cut her out. Now you've got like a, a what a, a, a fifty nine minute movie. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it's an after school special then. What, I, I, I completely agree with you Good. on what this movie did wrong. I think it, the, the, it, they tried too hard to make it quirky and they, they overfilled it with like this quirky padding like you said the mm. like characters that we don't really need is that like uh, figgy pudding it, well bring Quir- bring me some quirky padding <laughs> and have some right now and have some right now <laughs> that fucking that song I fucking hate that song like, so now bring us some figgy pu- I'm yeah. like fuck you this man. is the figgy season pudding. for giving who the fuck eats figgy pudding anyway not, not demanding Miss how about, Piggy how about some some Dan and yogurt <laughs> you want bring some, me some Dan and yogurt some oikos so bring me some Dan and yogurt <laughs> some, of the, some of this Greek yogurt it's better than figgy pudding uh, alright so well, Newtons. If, if you're gonna go the well, fig route, a cookie is just a cookie. Mm. But a, I don't know the rest of that thing. Uh, so if we were going to make Bad Santa today, yeah, how would we do that, Joel? We would do it by recasting with uh, modern actors, Joe. <laughs> well, there you go, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Have a good one. <laughs> uh, I have seven on my list. I have seven seems. as well. Oh. I think we, we probably cast the same people. Well, then you want to do a little? Uh, yes, Joel. Table tennis. Let's just get it done. A little table tennis. Let's just get it done. Let's see what it did there. How about the grandmother? How about that grandmother? Uh, well, uh, I'm 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 changing I'm changing races a little bit. Well, because I'm realizing now I should have saved it, but uh, I'm changing races a little bit um, because I don't want her to be Lily White. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am going to cast Liza Minnelli as my grandmother. I don't know if you've seen her lately, but uh, she's not holding up. I thought she might be dead. Actually, it's one of those. It's never a good sign when you have to That's Google the, the somebody. The sequel to Love Actually is <laughs> dead. Dead actually. Wow, <laughs> it's like starring Bruce Campbell. Oh, would that be good? The Love e- Actually with zombies and like <laughs> demons and stuff. Evil Dead. Actually. Evil Dead. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> that is a mashup, and it's like a happen. bunch of vignettes, like a bunch of different stories. There's your Kickstarter right there, bud. Fucking a, man. I'd, I'd buy a T-shirt with that on it. We should do that. Liza That's Manella. ours, guys. Don't take that. That's right. This one. This is our time right here. <laughs> so Liza, it's Manelli. their time up there. Speaking of Sean Astin, you can win yourself a signed Sean Astin picture if you uh, order one of the Editing Bay T-shirts right now on the website at editingbay.com. Nicely done. <laughs>
We still doing this? Yeah, we got it? Okay. No, let's okay. do it. So it cross promotion. Like, do you want to do for grandmother? our own product, or do you want me? To I don't want to do list. the grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> not Glorious Leachman. So you did Liza Minnelli. Did you call her Glorious Leachman? Glorious Leachman. That's her Roman name. <laughs> Clitoris Leachman. <laughs> Clitoris. No. Uh, for Thurman's grandma, mm-hmm. I cast Glenn Close. Ah, of course. Yeah. Of, of course. <laughs> Because she's a great actress. and She's a great actress, she, and she's old. She can play that role now. That's a nice way of playing it. My favorite thing is finding people who don't know that she's the pirate and hook that they put in the uh, in yes. the treasure chest. Which is so weird. I love how like it just blows people's fucking minds, and I'm like, guys, just look at that character. Like, I always knew something was off about it before I learned yeah. that piece of trivia but why? I, I don't understand I don't know why either like I've been I've tried to figure out and by tried to figure out like I maybe half googled it <laughs> once like I probably got as far as typing Glenn Close and huh, and then like I went on to something else <laughs> pictures so never, of Rufio popped up it. and you mm. you went down a trail you yeah, couldn't recover from yeah how about Bernie Mac how about Bernie Mac uh, I went with uh, Tyler Perry Hello, children. Now that he's doing some, uh, he's doing a little more dramatic roles. Yeah, right. I could see him. I went with another king of comedy. Mm. I went with Family Feuds. Steve Harvey. Oh yeah, he'd be great there. I like Steve Harvey. He is good. Yeah. So that's why I did for Jin. He's got a very PG thirteen rated uh, Family Feud now. Every time I see them posting a clip, it's uh, somebody making a an uh, an inappropriate (laughs) sexual innuendo on daytime television. Oh yeah. He did the uh, the All Star Family Feud at one point. And like I think it was over the over the summer, mm-hmm. and uh, what's his name? The voice of uh, the old man in Up, uh, uh, Ed Asner. Ed Asner was one of the contestants, <laughs> and they were like, one of the one of the answers he gave was sexual intercourse. And it's Ed just Asner, so weird hearing Ed Asner say sexual intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> was he right? Did he? No. Or, no. Oh, he got an X on that. I think he got an X on that. Wow, stupid old man. <laughs> yeah. John Ritter. Um, oh, I didn't recast John. You Ritter. didn't recast John Ritter. Oh, well, then let me take the opportunity to talk about how much I miss who John did, Ritter. Who did I cast then that you didn't? Mm, I wonder. Lauren Graham. Yeah, I did cast Lauren Graham. Okay. Oh, you probably did the kid. Oh no, I did the kid too. I did the kid. Yeah. I don't know. Well, John yeah, Ritter. You did. John Ritter sadly uh, is no longer with us. Uh, and man. Oh, what? I did cast John. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Please go ahead. Please go on. I just. I, I'm looking for John Ritter's name on my recast, and no, it's not you, the name of his character. You put Jack Tripper. Is that what the problem was? <laughs> uh, man, he if were he still alive today, he'd be having a tremendous career, I yeah. think, especially based on his role here. Yeah. Um, he would have been one of these great character actors. Fuck, he could have been a leading man. I, 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 I cry at the thought of... Uh, where his career would have been and all the, the things that were missing because he's not with us. Did you ever see he's his... He's a nice guy. Did you ever see his role in uh, in the film version of... Uh, oh, God. Three's God. Company? No, the play. Uh, Three's Company e- was every play? Fucking, every fucking high school does this play. Our town? Fuck it. Never mind. <laughs> this fucking medication makes me forget shit was constantly. It, I could have been a contender? No. Uh, noise is off. Oh, yes. Yes, I did. He's so good in because that. Because we... Oh, here's a lesson to you, kids. If you're going to do a stage production of a of a beloved... Uh, Paul, was that? Not Paul Simon. What's that guy's name? What's that playwright's name? I don't know. Mm, something Simon. Uh, <laughs> Neil uh, Simon. Neil Simon. Thank you, because we did that in high school. And I played... <laughs> Paul Simon. I played the John Ritter role. Did you really? I did. Um, and for some reason, our theater teacher thought it would be a good idea the night before opening night when we're having a lock-in. Hey, let's watch the movie version of the play you're about to do. Oh, my God. It fucked everybody up yeah. because we're watching the movie being like, oh, 
that's a totally different line delivery than what I'm doing. The next night, and so you changed everyone's everything. shit was fu- yeah. The thing you'd been that's practicing the worst for two thing you yes. Could possibly Why would do? she do that, Mrs. Rodriguez? Should have waited until the cast party, man. Exactly. Wait until then the we could have uh, wallowed in our self loathing. Fucking fraggle stick car. So my John Ritter, uh, because he's squirmish and he's uncomfortable, and when I think of those two things, I think of David Schwimmer. Ross from Friends. So that's my that's my request. I uh, I went with somebody else who is a uh, a legend of the small screen. Legendary. <laughs> Legendary. Uh, I went with I don't know if you remember the show called Night Court. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah, I recast John Larroquette <gasps> oh, ooh, as this role. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, John Larroquette as the the role of yes. Bob. Oh, he's great at that at that uh, in those roles. And the thing is like the this character is so like, you know, proper that it's kind of fun to to see Dan Fielding, you know, <laughs> slick Dan Fielding, try to play something like this. Uh, he would have been great at that. Yeah. Is he alive still? Yes, he is. I'm not working enough. Uh, he did Chuck. He was on Chuck for like half a season. Mm. There you go, Lauren Graham. <laughs> the role of Lauren Graham, Lorelai Gilmore. Uh, I went with uh, another TV uh, star. How about Mary Louise Parker from Weeds? Yeah, in that role, playing the barfly who has a fetish for Sandy's. Mm. Uh, Sandy Claus. <laughs> I went with Cat Dennings. No, <laughs> I threw Cat Dennings oh, in there. Oh yeah, and that was just kind of a throwaway. One like, broke I, I just, girl. I was like, man, what the fuck? Who do I put in this role? And so I just I threw her. in That's there. actually really good. Yeah, she'd be fun at that. And well, I, I think she she's gonna match up with my uh, ooh with my Willie. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah, she will. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well then let's move on to Mockish. The uh, the vertically challenged elf. Uh-huh. Uh, that's redundant. Um, man, I go to him all the time. But it's not true. If you remember Lord of the Rings, Legolas was a That's tall, true. was tall. He's almost taller than uh, than some of the humans. Uh, but, of course, I want Peter Dinklage because I'd love to see him play this role. Yeah? Did you do the same thing? Nope. I oh. cast a CG Nick Cannon. I took your <laughs> casting from last week. And I did a CG so Nick I just Cannon. So I spit all over your yes, microphone. Yes, you did. Oh, my God. <laughs> CG Nick Cannon. Yeah. So, like, we're going to do, like like, um, like, like... like that show, Little Man. Remember that movie, Little Man, with the Wayans Brothers? Yes, I do. <laughs> one of them was a baby. Yes, I do. <laughs> and they just put his head on a baby's body. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what we're going to do. Uh, or, like, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, where they had that same guy. Yeah. That Indian guy. That's right. Deep, deep, deep purple. Deep purple. That's right. <laughs> I think that's Deep Roy. <laughs> deep Roy. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Thurman Merman We're getting near the end here Let's stretch along Thurman Merman Is uh, the kid The developmentally challenged uh, Overweight Red haired Curly Uh kid Who gets beat up Um, I went with uh, Manny From Modern Family Rico Rodriguez Nice That's a good bit of casting Right there Thank you And it fits with Liza Minnelli That's why I went That really good That route I cast Or is it root I cast I'm doing another CG job here (laughs) CG John C. (laughs) Riley. <laughs> Why does he need to be CG? Because he's not a baby. Are you he's gonna not a make him kid. a little kid. So I'm gonna be a little kid. Is gonna giant C. Riley's head on this little kid's but body. Like fifty year old face. Yes, fifty year old face. <laughs> and it's this is gonna win the award for most uh, absurd. Almost, recast. almost going to be his character from Step Brothers. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Is Eddie Murphy like your uh, your, your my, bad my Santa? Willy. Yeah, that's right. My Willie, no. Well, mine, um, man, this was a tough one to do, and I have to give credit where credit is due, and that is... Man, uh, you were rhyming up a storm. I don't mean to. I'm a poet. <laughs> you just did it again. And I didn't even uh, have knowledge of it. <laughs> um, Billy Bob Thornton, uh, again, like I said, this is hard to do, um, and mm. I will give the credit to the lovely GF, uh, Jenna, for coming up with... <laughs> the lovely Jeff. Yeah, the, the lovely GF. GF. <laughs> G- when G- have I ever pronounced your name Choosy moms choose Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> 
You've just been jiffed. <laughs> I'd like to see a, a, a jiff of Jeff eating jiff. <laughs> How about that? It's pronounced gif. <laughs> no, G- gilf. The peanut butter? <laughs> Charlie Sheen is my oh. bad Santa. A little too close to home, huh? Yeah, because yeah. I have AIDS. What? <laughs> no, I'm just, oh my God. <laughs> that's why it's too close to home. Uh, no, that's good. That's actually really good. Uh, which is funny that you cast Charlie Sheen, because I also cast a Charlie. I cast Charlie Day as Willie, oh, as the bad Santa. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, I felt like he's kind of along those same lines. He's a character that's he could be despicable. Yeah, In but- fact... Always sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. They're the worst fucking people in the world. And yet you root for them, don't you? Yes, you you do. Uh, And on that note, this movie would be directed by Danny DeVito. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, my God. He's great for uh, dark comedy. Death Death to Smoochie. Smoochie. Yeah. I went, since there's already a Coen Brothers connection and they do dark comedies, Uh let's get Coen Brothers up here. I revisited Fargo over the Thanksgiving holiday Uh because my mom loves that movie and Jenna hadn't seen it. Yeah. Um, And, uh, man, that movie holds up. It's good. It's still fun. It's so good. Every time I watch it, it's funnier. I still haven't watched the TV show. Me neither, but everybody keeps raving about it. Yeah. I've got to check that out. All right. If you've got any ideas on how, who's your director? Uh, Coen Brothers. Oh, that's right. God damn it. I like gotta I said, get you off the med, bud. Yeah. Uh, if you've got any ideas uh, about how you would recast Bad Santa or if you have anything that you have to say about our thoughts on it, uh, you can always let us know on our Facebook page. Talk back to us there. Go to Facebook in the search bar. Put in the editing bay and find the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us. That's how you talk back to us. And we've also got a website, right, Joe? We sure do. It is editingbay.com. Uh, and you're going to want to get familiar with that because uh, by the end of the year, that's the only promise I can make. I'm going to post a picture of my dick. <laughs> it's going to be Ben Affleck's dick, but I'm just going to claim it's mine. It's going to be Ben Affleck's dick with my face on the end. <laughs> like C.G. Oh John C. Riley. <laughs> and uh, Damon Wayans. No, who did you say? Da- Not Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. Who's your little da- person? Uh, Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans. One of the Wayans brothers. Um... <laughs> Editingpay.com. Uh, we're coming up on the Eddie Awards here. The 2016 is what it'll be. Um, we're about a month away from those. That's right. And it's about the time when we're going to start uh, getting you, the listener, to cast your votes. We have all sorts of categories. If you listen to last year's episode, we have you know best recast, worst movie, best movie. Um, uh, we have moments from the show that we'll get to, to vote on. Joe and I like to uh, uh, sing a lot. We'll That's let you vote right. on our, our best or worst musical moments, oh, whichever God. way you like to, to listen to it. So uh, I was hoping to have it up by the time this episode is up, but uh, it's probably going to be next week. That's fine. But that'll work because uh, next week is going to be a special episode in its own right, don't you think? That's right. Yeah, next week we are finally going to wrap up talking about the bad Star Wars films. Well, the bad theatrical Star Wars releases. <laughs> um as we mentioned earlier, there are some Ewok movies mm-hmm. uh, that were made for TV. But no, uh, leading up to The Force Awakens, we have got our talk about uh, the the Revenge of the Sith. Mm. And I was starting to get confused there because uh, Jeff and I are also going to be doing this thing with yes. uh, the Devin, uh, who we had on for Flash Gordon. Mm-hmm. He's uh, put together this project called Grumpy Old Fans. I heard about and, that. And uh, we're going to be doing a Rabblecast live on Sunday, this coming Sunday the 13th. Uh, we'll be doing this uh, this Rabblecast of The Phantom Menace. Awesome. Starting at, I believe, 7 p.m. is when we're going to start that. Uh, Central you can time, just, I guess. Just get your own copy of uh, The Phantom Menace. I don't know what. I don't know if we're going to do the original DVD with the puppet Yoda or if we're going to wait and oh. do, like, if we're going to do the Blu-ray version with the CG Yoda. And God. there are differences. Like, there are subtle changes that they've made even between those. So I don't know which version we're doing. Just grab your favorite version of The Phantom Menace if you have one of those. <laughs> favorite. Your favorite version 
the fuck am I talking my about? My favorite's the one that's on fire <laughs> in my wastebasket. My favorite's the one that gets cut in half like Darth Maul at the end of that movie. Oh, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, oh, <laughs> spoiler alert. These movies will ruin your life for over a decade. I, Jenna was asking me. She was like, do I need to see one through three? And I was like, no. Nope. She couldn't even finish the words. No, you don't. Uh, but no, we're going to be doing that. Grumpy old fans. Uh, going to be talking about The Phantom Menace this Sunday. Uh, and just look them up on Facebook. Uh, you can find more information there. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about Revenge of the Sith, though, leading up to The Force Awakens. And I'm sure we're going to have a lot to say oh, about yes. The Force Awakens once we've seen that. Yeah, we're going to have to figure out how we're going to talk about it without talking about it. We may just have to have a special episode just make or something. That, yeah, make that our, 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 post, yep. <laughs> our post-mortem on, uh, on the Star Wars. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, big episode <laughs> next turned week. Turned into my grandma. We'll talk about the Star the Wars. Star Wars uh, and yeah. The Star Wars. Yeah. The Batman. So, if you uh, get us on your Apple device... Please go to your podcasting app and uh, go to the search bar, search function, whatever you want to call it. I keep saying search bar because of Facebook. Uh, <laughs> and put in Next Wave Radio. That's going to bring up all of our Next Wave shows. And we would love it if you'd leave us a rating and a review. Really easy to do. I've explained it a million times, but you know it's pretty self-explanatory now on that, uh, on that podcasting app. And once you've done that and left a rating and a review... Uh, go ahead and leave some love for the rest of our Next Wave shows. We've got MVP, the most valuable podcast, mm-hmm. with Matthew and Danny, uh, talking about all kinds of sports stuff, sports entertainment, and they've been doing a lot of Rabblecast stuff themselves. Uh, they did a Rabblecast of Monday Night Football, uh, or Sunday Night Football? Sunday. Sunday Night Football a few weeks back, and then they also did a Survivor Series, which was fun. Uh, and then we've got My Comic Life yeah. with Jeff and Sam. Uh, what are you guys talking about this week? Uh, Game of Thrones trailer. That's oh. right. That trailer hit. I haven't watched that yet. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Wiener, 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 <laughs> wiener, wiener. Uh, so, yeah, check out My Comic Life with Jeff and Sam. Great stuff every week. Except for when they take off. Uh, <laughs> now I'm just teasing you, man. I am teasing you. Don't get upset. Come on, Jeff. We'll have a new episode this week, though, right? This is not a competition. It's a cooperation. <laughs> Did you ever see that? What is that from? The Spirit of Truth. Have you, you've never seen that? Okay, I'll show you guys after we're done. Okay. Uh, all right, so they're going to be talking about the Game of Thrones trailer uh, and hopefully more stuff because that'd be a quick nope, talk. Guys, <laughs> Game of Thrones trailer. Um, speaking of trailers, have we, have we talked about the Civil War trailer? The Captain America Civil War. I don't War. think we have because that was we over Thanksgiving. About it on last week's episode. Yeah, you guys t- did. Um, we talk about the well, make your next, move. Uh, you guys did. My comic life. Okay. Oh. What, what are you thinking? What do you think of that? I think it looks a hell of a lot better than what uh, Warner Brothers did. With oh that. my God, that Batman <laughs> Superman trailer! It looks, so bad. it looks so bad. Yeah, you think it so? It looks rough. Yeah. Like there's a part of me that's like, man, I really wish they'd do this right. But my overall impressions of that movie is like. The fuck are you doing? Yeah. I want to like Jesse Eisenberg. His his Lex Luthor is like the Riddler and the Joker yep. meshed together. Yep. It's horrible. Yep. Yeah, and it's like he's played that role before. I just think that yeah. maybe bad casting. It, oh yes, yeah, mm-hmm. probably horribly horrible, yeah. horrible. Uh, all right, so make sure you check out that and all of our next wave radio shows. Leave that love, uh, reviews, ratings. We love it, uh, and also. Everybody who buys a Editing Bay t-shirt from uh, EditingBay.com, yes. uh, go right now. If everybody who buys one of our t-shirts in the month of December is entered into this drawing to win this signed Sean Aston shirt. So if you order a shirt, I'm going to say it like this. If you order a shirt, and it seems like it's taken a little bit longer than usual, maybe mm-hmm. for a shirt to get to you, you might be the winner. 
and we're just waiting to ship everything together to you. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> to sh- so we save Cryptic. on so we save on shipping is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, because no. it's that extra point two ounces. <laughs> I mean, that really you. pushes you over the I'm limit. I'm telling you. I'm Fuck telling you. Uh, all right. So, yeah, we've got that Sean Aston picture. There's a picture of it on our Facebook page if you want to take a look. It's legit. Um, so, yeah, that's all. That's all I've got. Anybody else got anything? No, man. I'm excited about uh, we're, we're uh, T minus 10 days, nine, 11 nine days. days. 10, nine, nine days. Nine times. <laughs> so, yeah, next time uh, we'll be talking to you. We'll be talking about the Revenge of the Sith. And the final nail that George Lucas put into his Star Wars career <laughs> before finally handing it off to more capable hands. Uh, let's hope. Knock, Hopefully. That was Joe knocking on wood. <laughs> knocking on, that was my penis. His dick. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much, and we will catch you next week. Have a good one. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.